Right, so basically... Hello. Hello. <laughs> Don't get excited. Hello. Can I that? Yeah. Right, so basically, we just had a very informal chat, me and Alf here, Enrique and Alf. Um, Alf and Enrique. Alphabetical order. Nah, mate, if you do it alphabetically backwards, yeah, you get Enrique and Alf. Also, <laughs> seven enough. letters of my name, so... <laughs> right, Alf and Enrique. Yeah, now you've done it. I'll screw this up, right? <laughs> anyway, welcome to the podcast after Christmas. Hope you guys had a good um, thingy. Um, anyway, what we were just holiday. yeah, holiday. <laughs> 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 you know, we were just chatting about um, Iran because um, I was just quite clued in on topics like this. You know, he reads a lot around the topic. Would you say you do that? Say yes. I say that's fair. Oh, okay, there we go. So yeah, he reads a lot around these things. He's very interested in them, and I'm I'm interested in learning about him. An inquisitive guy, so I like to think of myself as an inquisitive guy anyway. I just like so, you having. Listen, like, you got a sexy questions. beard going on. Thank you very much. It's amazing. Thank I love you, it. you are more than welcome. Anyway, you guys don't know, but during the whole podcast, me stroking it. You know what? To anyone out there, you're welcome to come up to me and stroke my beard whenever, whenever you Whoa! want. Whoa! I thought it was unique to me, just... but okay. Wow. You get extra time. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, we just were chatting about Iran, and then Iran, and then we thought we'd record. Well, I thought we'd record it quickly, just because it's kind of interesting. It's a very informal discussion. Hope you guys like it. Mm. Um, but if you do, please let us know somehow. DM us on Instagram so we know how to do podcasts in the future. But yeah, that's about it. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't really have much more to say from that. Say so, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, um. You're a tool. You're the tool, mate. Anyway, let's right, <laughs> talk about Iraq Iran, right? Yeah. So, what's actually going on, mate? What do you know? It's basically, right, what I heard, yeah, yeah. is that basically this geezer, Carlson Sudamani, right? Yeah. Something to do with Iran. Yeah. He's got like, he's been assassinated on Iraqi soil next yeah. to the airport, yeah? Which you told me earlier was the first airport in that Middle East. Uh, yeah, it's pretty sick, mate. Yeah. Pretty sick, yeah. So anyway, this is more recent than that. So yeah. <laughs> it's easy to get shot down by US according to Trump, like Trump's rules, mm. uh, Trump, Trump's, Trump's orders, and obviously Iraq are like upset about this because it's on their soil. Yeah, but Iran are like raging because he was it's a, a general or something. Yeah, he was quite an important figure yeah. in Europe. So, what is what's the situation? Can you elaborate on that, basically? I've just watched the news, essentially. I read a few articles, but I, I'm not... So, for, for for my knowledge, tell me more. Right. So, basically, this this guy that you mentioned, Qasim yeah. Soleimani, mm. uh, he was, some say, the second most powerful man in Iran. Okay. Uh, he was the leader, or kind of the general in charge of um, this branch of the armed forces in Iran yeah. uh, called the uh, Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, mm. or like the I- IRGC for sure. It's made of like volunteers. I think I stuttered there. I said IRIRGC. IRGC. I, what's that? IRGC. Say again? No. Say it quick. No. Do it now. IRGC. No, no, you missed it. You went IRGC. No, I said IRGC. No. Look, I didn't do my GCSEs. GCSE, mate. IRGCSE. We're getting a bit complicated. Exactly. All right, okay. So he's in charge, which are made of volunteers, right? This like Yeah. So volunteers, uh, quite kind of hardline supporters of the of the Iranian regime. Yeah. Or like, I, I put regime in kind of air air quotes, air quotes because yeah. I don't know. Okay. No, fair. It's not really some some would call it regime. There, there, there is an element of democracy to it. Yeah. Okay. So so this guy got assassinated um, mm. in Baghdad. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of beef in the news going on about it now. Yeah. So I guess so. I'm kind of interested, right? In like, um, so hang on. This guy, you said he's a general yeah. in charge of this army. Or yeah. At least it's like volunteer army. Yeah. So how is Iran's like government set up? 
Because all I know right, is a supreme leader, yeah. and this guy's in charge of quite a lot of stuff. Yeah. So how is it set up? Like, can you tell me more? Um, so, General Slyamani wasn't technically mm. involved in the whole kind of government setup. Uh, it said that he had a very strong... Uh, he had a kind of very strong influence on Iran's uh, international affairs. Yeah. Uh, especially with regards to the Middle East. Yeah. But um, him himself... Wait, he so wasn't a massive part of the government. The thing he's in charge of is that Middle East specific. Uh, this force, yeah. IR, the, the the majority of their operations are uh, Middle East specific. There have been occasions where he has been accused of acting outside of Europe. I think mm. there were some bombings in Argentina mm. that he was accused of uh, kind of coordinating. Yeah. Although he did not like Iran denies that. Uh, and there were also a bunch of Iranian dissenters. On Myknos, I think it was. It was a Greek island somewhere. Okay. Uh, and there was a bunch of kind of Iranian opposition leaders trying to formulate a plan to topple the regime. Mm. Um, and they were conveniently assassinated on the... Oh, no, sorry. It was in yeah, Berlin. Yeah, yeah, the facts right no, 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 it was in Berlin. Berlin. But it was called the Myknos Restaurant. That, that's oh. why I got confused. It was oh, in Berlin. Okay. It was a Greek it was, restaurant. It was a Greek restaurant. So geese, right. restaurant. That's quite significant, you know. Landing on the shores <laughs> of the <laughs> Greek islands. To be right. fair, if you think about it, it's hard to like travelling across Europe to assassinate a guy. <laughs> and then just like oh, can we, can we, I got, they got caught as well. You're chatting about it. <laughs> yeah, in my head I'm imagining parachute people landing on these islands, yeah, taking over islands. Really, it turns out they just chilled out in a restaurant in Greece. in Berlin, a Greek restaurant. Like calm yourself down, I'll scan a bit Anyway, okay, so um, so this geezer assassinated, and yeah, sorry, what were you saying? But anyway, uh, so like going back to just kind of the, yeah, the general government. structure of the Iranian government. Yeah, uh, it's quite interesting actually. It's very unique, okay. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, some would describe it as kind of like a th- uh, a democratic theocracy. Yeah, because uh, it does have elements of democracy in it, but at the yeah, same time, the clergy. Like, sorry, you tell me earlier. It sounds like I like this yeah. system. It sounds kind of like. Um, kind of democratic but also yeah so there's that element of democracy but at the same time that democracy is very much kind of controlled controlled and directed yeah. by the clergy yeah and it's theocracy yeah I see um, so basically you have the supreme leader yeah big guy. supreme leader is exactly yeah he is a big guy a big guy mate big guy big guy he's big always guy. wearing like a 2014 Forbes named him like the 19th most powerful man on earth what a G mate yeah. off his rails who's number one no idea probably Donald Trump Donald Trump mate yeah what a geezer. nah 2014 I don't know who 20, no I'm not 2014 Oh, Barack Obama, I think. Possibly. The, 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 I think it was like, Taylor Swift was pretty high up there, you know, the women one. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? I'd say Tony Stark. And that was, nah, Tony Stark obviously, mate, but Taylor Swift was pretty <laughs> high up there, right? And what's mad, yeah, is that was, I think that was around the time where Ed Sheeran broke up with Taylor Swift. So he made a mistake. Because he, he, he just made been, her more powerful, basically. Yeah, but he would have been dating the most powerful, or like one of the most powerful women. Oh, Nicola Sturgeon was also on that list. Was she? Mm. Oh, I can't stand her. Do you not? No. Well, there you go, mate. Let's <laughs> go back, back to Iran, right? <laughs> so anyway, back to Iran. Anyway. So yeah, Supreme Leader, big guy. Uh, Supreme 19. Leader, big guy. Yeah. Um, so he's he kind of has a hand in all of the kind of government ministries yeah. and like um, affairs. Yeah. So anything, he can basically veto anything. Okay. Um, and he can also just kind of make anything he wants to happen happen. Right. Um, I'm not entirely clear on how often it is that he does interfere. Yeah. But that's that's his role effectively. He's seen as having a kind of don't want to say divide like he's he's basically a very senior clergyman 
who is seen to have enough kind of religious knowledge and responsibility to be able to oh, make kind of religiously guided In, uh, obviously Shia, decisions. Right? Yeah, yeah, Shia, 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 um, yeah. Shia Islam. Um, so he's a supreme leader. Supreme. He's elected by a group of people who are elected by the people oh, okay. called the uh, Assembly of Experts. Assembly of Experts, mate. Basically, assembly. you bring a bunch of experts and you just... Assemble them. Yeah. Exactly. Elected it's like Avengers Assemble, but it's Assembly of Experts. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Make a movie about that. Exactly, yeah. The Iranian Expert Assembly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so they're elected by people, mm. but at the same time... Mm. Uh, so people standing for that post, yeah. people who want to be elected to that assembly, uh, they are vetted by a group of people called the Guardian Council. Oh, I don't know. So this Guardian Council. Uh, Wait, so they're not just elected by the people. So this expert panel. So they're not just elected by expert, people. So this actually, expert panel has a bunch of nominations. Yeah, by. So basically, like so. A bunch of people stand for election to the Assembly of Experts. Yeah. This Guardian Council yeah. decides, right, you're not getting it because yeah. for whatever reason. Okay. You're not getting it for whatever reason. You can stand, you can stand, you can stand. Yeah. And out of the people they say you can stand... There's a vote. There's a vote. Okay. Um, this Guardian of Council... This Guardian of Council... Right, council you're of, all over the Council shop, of Guardians. Council of Guardians. Tired, it's all right, mate. Uh, this Council of Guardians, yeah. sorry. Um, they, like I said, define kind of the parameters of who gets to stand for yeah. the uh, assembly of experts. Okay. But it's a bit of a complicated this. We might yeah, have to draw a diagram. It is, it is quite, yeah. Like, right. I remember, the only way I remember this is because uh, there was a kind of diagram that yeah. my GCSE teacher drew, drew me. Oh, fair. Um, so this, yeah, so council, the Guardian Council, um, they not only decide who can stand for the assembly of experts, mm. they also decide who can stand for the presidency exactly oh, the same way. Okay, okay. So a bunch of people can come forward and say, I want to be part of the race for president. Yeah. And this guiding council will go, right, well, you're not fit, you're not fit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. let several people to come together. Got you. And uh, the vote is between them. So yeah. the presidency is democratically elected, albeit with some influence with Got the supreme you. leader. Because the supreme leader directly appoints the people on the guardian council. Oh, wow. So it's all a big roundabout. Where it's it is controlled. a massive roundabout, yeah. Because yeah. the, so very... the supreme leader um, appoints the Guardian Council, yeah. who then limits the people who are allowed on the uh, Assembly of Experts, yeah. who are then allowed to choose the supreme leader. Wow! So it's just a massive cycle, basically. Bit, it's, it, it's a bit roundabout, but it's kind of. Contr- but, I mean, better democracy, very limited democracy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's kind of meant as a failsafe to not not a failsafe, but like. Um, a well, method of also, kind of if you're a supreme leader you can do whatever you want yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I think it's like meant to prevent anyone from getting too much power yeah fair I see. Uh, but yeah okay. it's, it's quite interesting quite unique yeah uh, not many people kind of fully understand I don't yeah but, uh, <laughs> good summary the, there mate so yeah I know the general structure but yeah. uh, not much more than that's that. good alright fair so like alright let's talk about more about like what's going on now then yeah. so, so Soleimani was um, not part of like any of these things you just mentioned no he was more so, of his own thing to do with the, this this armed force. Yeah, so the IRGC was this kind... They had a <coughs> specific kind of uh, group called the Quds Force. Yeah. Uh, that's just... That's Arabic, and I'm, I'm not sure, but I assume Persian, for Jerusalem Force, yeah. basically. Um, so the Quds Force effectively operated all over the Middle East, mm. um, providing both kind of manpower as well as weapons mm. and... Uh, 
kind of military expertise mm. to various militias that Iran fund all over the Middle East. So in Iraq, you have um, the popular mobilization units uh, largely run uh, by Iran-backed militias. Right. Um, and actually, so they ask they act in interest of Iran, but they're not actually yes. the, this force. Yeah. I see. So proxy, proxies. That's yeah. You, so effectively, yeah. General Soleimani was in charge of all of Iran's proxies yeah, across yeah. the across the Middle East. Which is really that's probably the reason why uh, Trump wanted action against. Because I'm guessing yeah. these guys act in interest against the West. So these guys, America accused yeah. um, of rocket striking American bases in Iraq. Right. So this. Um, so this Did these rockets do anything? Uh, I think they killed one guy and injured oh. a few. So um, this popular mobilization yeah. force, um, so their leader was also killed, an Iraqi man called, um, oh, I can't remember his name Barman, exactly, yeah, uh, I think the surname was Il Mohendis, okay. the engineer. Oh, I'll check him out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Il right. Uh So he was also killed in, as part of the same airstrike and he was like, he was instrumental to the defeat of ISIS in Iraq, oh, which is why... A lot of people are mourning his death, yeah. Um, but there are also reasons why he alienated certain portions yeah. of the Iraqi population. Okay. Um, but anyway, where was I? So you're talking about how? Um, so I asked you the, the it makes sense strikes. why yeah America wanting to, to yeah. To, um, so policies. this Iraqi uh, Iran-backed militia. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. accuses of rocket striking U.S. bases in Iraq. Mm. Uh, the Iraqi militia denies this, and they say it was ISIS. Mm. Uh, no one really knows what's going on, mm. um, but I'm in retaliation, America decided use it as like a reason. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna yeah. drone strike you. Because I also heard that like America accused Qasem um, Soleimani to like <coughs> of being like um, of like planning to kill diplomats. That's and something that Trump the Trump stated. The one thing like you've got to take all of this kind of posturing and like accusation with a pinch of salt. Because mm. at the end of the day, I'd like to see the evidence for it. Right. Um, before coming to any conclusions, that that for a start. Also, um, American evidence hasn't hasn't been a hundred percent reliable yeah, in the past, yeah. as as we've seen in two thousand and three. Yeah. Um, so other like yeah, I don't know. I I take it with a pinch of salt. Is okay. all I'm saying. I, I don't like one one thing about Iran is it's very calculated. Mm. Um, it wouldn't risk openly antagonizing the U.S. by yeah. just straight up kind of killing its diplomats. That's actually something I want to talk about then. So because you, you we, we spoke about this before, right? And how like um, Iran are calculated. And I, I actually find Iran like super interesting. Like it's probably, it's like the, the country I'm most interested in in general in the world. Mm-hmm. Just because of like how unique I see them and how like yeah. they're very um, openly as well against the West. Yeah. But my understanding of it, right? And I said to you this before, that like they don't have the strongest army you told me that they don't have like the most money necessarily and it's not like they you know that when you look at like the the those kind of figures you don't think that they're they're a threat to america or no. to the west so why is it that they are a threat why is it the west takes them so seriously realistically they're not that much of a threat to the us and western nations more than they are an in, a threat to their kind of interests in the region mm. so iran could Oh, Iran, Iran poses a threat more to the Gulf countries, to like Qatar, yeah. uh, Iraq, which is now kind of under Western influence yeah. after the whole 2003 yeah. uh, episode. Scenario. We'll call it, yeah, what scenario. Yeah. Um, so more of a threat to Iraq, uh, like I said, the Gulf countries. Mm. 
They also is that just because they can shoot rockets? Yeah, they're within rocket strip, within rocket range. Uh, as is Israel, yeah. which is uh, <laughs> makes sense, interesting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so that's another reason why they they kind of pose a threat to U.S. interests because yeah. they can just bop Israel. Bomb them, yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's more of, more of U.S. Um, they're not a threat to U.S., but they're a threat to U.S. Like uh, yeah, like really even even so, like that's what I mean. I mean, still like. To my understanding, right, Israel has the strongest army in the region. Yeah. So why is it, like, why is it? Because I told you before, my understanding was Iran have oil, and that's all that the US really, like, see as, like, the big kind of, oh, yeah. that's why we want that. Like, that's why they're interested in Iran. Yeah, and Rather interestingly, than, this whole assassination thing came up. Yeah. Just after <laughs> uh, a 52-billion-barrel oil field was found in Iran. So you see what I'm so saying? It's like, so hmm. it makes sense. So that's why I assume that all of this is to do with oil. But yeah. you were talking to me before, and you were telling me that it's more like the country itself is very strategic and very thought through. And, and that, to me, makes me think, like, oh, actually, the West are more worried about how they actually think rather than just the oil. Iran poses a threat because of its kind of anti-Western stance. Mm. It... The, the longer Iran goes on as a state, like, the, the longer Iran succeeds as a state under US sanctions for like 40 years now, yeah. under constant pressure. You sanctions the whole time? Yeah. Wow. Um, so, like, the whole story behind the sanctions is just long. Yeah. Um, I can come back to it. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah. it's, it's fairly long. Um, I'm guessing that's just because they were anti West. Like yeah. In summary, they were yeah. anti-West, so the US was like, yo, yeah, pretty much. we're not going to trade with you. Yeah, uh, and the leader described the US as the great Satan, right. so, you know. It makes sense. Right. Wasn't brilliant. Yeah, they're obviously not going to trade. So, <laughs> when, when it's not just the US and the size of that, it's the UN, which is uh, US. So, yeah, I think I think it's UN sanctions okay. on Iran. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. I think it's UN oh, sanctions. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I that, means, I so that means they can't trade with Europe. Um, I know it's definitely the e- I don't I know definitely EU sanctions and US sanctions. Okay. I'm not entirely sure about the rest of the world. Okay. But um, in terms you of you want to trade, they trade with, usually with China, Russia. So yeah, China and Russia just because of again just kind of just to stick a middle finger up to the yeah, West. Yeah. Um, I'm trade. guessing they depend largely though on China and Russia. China and Russia are the main kind of um, trade partners, yeah. so to say, yeah, uh, okay. of Iran. Um, just because literally like everyone else is embargoed them no one will buy their stuff right so they're selling mainly oil yeah yeah okay um, so I think China's the main recipient of Iranian oil with yeah. Russia receiving the rest which is oh, weird because wow. I thought Russia produces its own actually no never mind. I think Russia has an amount um, I read at least that Russia has I mean like over 50% of the world's oil is in the Gulf and in yeah. uh, Iran and that, that in the Middle East yeah so, the, so the, I mean America and England for example and, and Scotland <laughs> Scotland has quite a lot actually yeah. and um, Russia they have their own reserves but it's nothing have you seen the argument compared between... to our lands you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. have you seen the argument with it between uh, England and Scotland for like North Sea oil fields Basically. my understanding yeah is Scotland think they can do better we shouldn't be talking about Scotland <laughs> well. well my understanding is Scotland think they can do better on their own because they've got oil, the oil yeah but England goes base- have you seen the like border between England and Scotland you know how it's like diagonal yeah, yeah. if you continue that diagonal oh, all the oil falls in on the English side really? of the diagonal that's buns mate <laughs> so England's wow. like nah this is what the border goes yeah, like right, therefore the oil's ours Scotland yeah. is like well it's five miles off our shore <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> they can see it. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not trying to. So that's quite funny. Fair. Um, right, so, so it's not. Sorry, another another uh, yeah, reason why they pose a threat to the West is they have quite a large shoreline um, with the Gulf, mm. the Arabian Gulf, Persian yeah. Gulf, whatever yeah. you want to call that kind of 
body of water. Yeah. Uh, they have very close contact with it, and they're able... If they really wanted to, they could close the Straits of Hormuz. Explain what I sorry. So the Straits of Hormuz is like this tiny point. Um, like, it's this tiny little bottleneck yeah. between, I think it's Oman okay. and Iran, yeah. where about 20% of the, of the world's oil oh, flows wow. through at some okay. point or another. So if Iran really wanted to, sure. they could just like... Do you need to shut it down? Thing is, I don't think they would shut it down. I think what they'd do is make it very difficult for ships to get through. So why wouldn't they shut it down then? Iran operate like Iran's military. I'm, like I'm, I'm saying all this as like as if I'm some sort of like no, expert, no, no, like we're military just, analyst. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Wait, I just want to clarify. So you, because we talked about this earlier, yeah. you said that you think they're more likely to make it harder for oil yeah. to pass through, to to bug the kind of the West. Yeah. And by the, in the example yeah. that you brought up before, which was in 2019 when there was an oil tanker, yeah, and there was like a UK one. And yeah. they kept there and like did inspections. Yeah. So you think in that way, rather than completely closing the. Yeah, I think it's easier for Iran to be a nuisance as opposed to just. So why is it they wouldn't? Why? Um, to answer that, I stopped you. So. Basically, if if you go toe to toe with the US. Yeah. You're not gonna win. Um, okay. Just because <laughs> the US has numbers, money, technology, like everything, like every conceivable kind of. But is that going toe to toe? Metric. I mean, they're stopping oil pass through. The only way they're going to do that is with like some sort of naval blo- blockade. Yeah. The US has the largest navy in the world. They're just going to airstrike. And you think that's that? Yeah. Right. Uh, which is why like Iran's navy is largely consistent. So the IRG, so the IRGC navy like has its own kind of naval branch. Yeah. And basically, what that naval branch is, it's a bunch of rubber speedboats. Yeah. With rocket launchers mounted on the back. Right. Okay. Uh, because what navy? <laughs> if you think about it, that's. That that suits Iran more than massive battleships does. Right. Massive battleships, what what like Iran? Like, the US is just going to send a couple of aircraft carriers to the Gulf. Yeah. yeah. Just strike your strike your battleships. That's God knows how many millions of dollars down the drain. Yeah, I see. Then you've done nothing. Yeah. These speedboats, probably very difficult to detect on radar. Yeah. Very difficult for missiles to detect. Very mis- very difficult to like aim at if it's zigzagging towards yeah, you with a yeah, rocket yeah. launcher at the back. <laughs> uh, right. I so see, like the yeah. whole kind of philosophy of Iran's force, like Iran. Uh, Iran's armed forces is like what's called asymmetrical warfare mm. where you're basically more a guerrilla force than you are a solid kind of presence a uh, what force? G- so guerrilla fighting force guerrilla okay G-U-E what does that what do you mean by that? Um, you use kind of terrain to your advantage you rely on hit and run ta- like hit and run tactics basically right um, not not straight up kind of I don't know tr- like not, not, the, not your kind of um Classic battle that you right, think cool. of, like two, like two armies standing face to face, and yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing. And so they have this strategy, uh, and that works well for them. Yes, and it's been shown to work very well in the past. Right. Um, so, most famous example of like the masters of guerrilla warfare, like yeah. the Vietnamese. Oh, okay. So they carried it out successfully against the French in yeah. what was then Indochina right. and their independence in the fifties. Mm. Um, after that, obviously they. Like the whole kind of rice farmers beat the Americans meme yeah. in the seventies because these people were like these people were building together AKs in their like huts mm. and beating an army that was dropping like enough chemicals so in the forest to just clear out entire acres. So how did that work then? It's just difficult to find them. So they're just in and out. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just difficult to find them. Like literally. So how did so? I mean, I'm getting the details here because I'm interested. Really. So mm. they're like in and out, as in like there's an army. Yeah. They just target a little bit of it and then run away. Yeah. 
Oh, it's, they, it's, it's literally just like, have you heard of like Death by a Thousand Needles? No. It was like this old, old Death by a Thousand Paper Cuts, sorry. It was like okay. this old Chinese punishment you cut, you give someone a thousand paper cuts right. and they bleed to death. Slowly. Oh, wow, I see. It's same kind of system. same concept. Yeah, I see. You just do right. little bits of like damage every yeah. so often, mm. then you just try it. Mm. And if you think about it, that's imagine you're like part of the most powerful military in the world. Yeah. This little idiot in sandals comes running up to you, kills your mate, and then runs off. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine how like damaging to your morale yeah, that must yeah, be. Yeah, I see, I see. Right. Imagine how depressing that must be. And so, do you like, think that um, this is like something which? The, the US and the West are aware of yes yeah. like uh, yeah and this is why the the US like will not invade Iran like whatever happens there will not be an invasion of Iran you think yeah I, I can virtually guarantee it okay because if you look at so if you look at um, recent conflicts in the area so Iraq and Afghanistan yeah the, the US has spent what the best part of 18 years now yeah trying to pacify the Iraqi kind of guerrilla insurgency just trying to control the place hmm uh, Afghanistan, exactly the same. Iran is, Iran is Iraq and Afghanistan put together and then doubled. Like Iran, Iran's population is eighty million. Yeah, I see. Iraq's is, I think thirty, thirty sure. between thirty-five and forty million now. Right. So Iran has doubled the population of Iraq at least. Yeah. They have like more than twice the land mass. Half their like area is just mountainous regions, which is yeah. like ideal for this kind of hit and run, yeah. hit and run warfare. Right, like see, e- even if even if the US could beat the like the regular Iranian army, which mm-hmm. it no doubt can, again there would be massive kind of difficulties in actually trying to control the place. Mm. Okay, okay. So you, you mentioned Iraq there. So what is Iraq's role in this whole business? Because obviously the, so the Iraq, assassination wasn't Iraq's there just there. sat there getting slapped. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> we we just want like we just want security. Right, and then people just slapping us from everywhere. It's just, what do you mean security? Just stability. Yeah. Basically, a bunch of like, a bunch of powers have a hand in Iraq, and honestly, like, it's it's like Iraq's just kind of this massive kind of proxy battleground for them, mm. effectively. Yeah, I get that. Which is a bit sad. That's being said quite a lot, actually. Yeah. Using stuff. Yeah. Um, I so find it right, like I... particularly annoying as well. I'm just like, why can't everyone just leave us alone <laughs> and just let us to get like we have enough problems on our own? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I uh, mm. It's like it's it's not brilliant. Well, it's oil, mate. It's gotta be. It is, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, On that area, I mean, they kind of want the power. If if the US have power there, they got power in Israel, they got power in um, freaking yeah. So like Iraq, then they got the whole area. Yeah. So a theory I've read about why the Middle East is such an unstable place, and it has been historically. Yeah. Um, is so like even dating back to like Roman times, yeah. the, the Middle East was like the frontier of the Roman Empire against the Persian Empire, yeah. the, the Parthians. Yeah. Um, and the reason people say this is such a kind of contentious area of the world is it kind of. It's just a massive junction, basically. Yeah, yeah. So it's the junction between Europe and Asia, Europe and Africa, Africa and Asia. Like the three kind of major, major continents, continents of like what's called the old world. I yeah. Um, so you have all your trade routes, all your kind yeah, of important kind of strategic strategic roads, and more recent times like pipe like oil pipelines. Mm. Um, just yeah, uh, you have all this kind of. It's almost stuff like the center on. of. Yeah, a lot of bad places. In the it's world. it's like a massive infrastructure hub. Central world. East, essentially, yeah. Um, and that makes it a very nice place to control. Not only that, it's, the, it's what they have as well. <coughs> yeah, you know, very rich land. With a lot of so it's both that, and it's also yeah. Yeah. Um, Mate, 
Well, I see. And we've okay. just been getting slapped for no reason. We just want to live in peace. Just want to live in peace, mate, right? Just want to live in peace. People right, just hopefully, inshallah, one day, yeah? Hopefully. Yeah. Anyway, let me ask you then. Okay, so um, Iran are chatting about retaliation. Yeah. Yeah, so what do you think that like means? So, like I said, Iran <coughs> Iran's a very calculated nation uh, mm. in terms of their diplomacy. They're not going to do anything to... Like, they're, they're not going to do anything to antagonize the entire world because yeah. at the moment the, like the world knows that the US is in the wrong here yeah like they, they violated international law they violated the terms of their stay in Iraq mm. their bases in Iraq wait which was what all the so the US have a bunch of bases in Iraq yeah. that they so they set up as part of an international coalition yeah um, against ISIS and Iraq was like right so you can use these bases so long as they're used against ISIS yeah. nothing else the US and just used them to go and drone strike generals. assassinate yeah. so it's not <laughs> It's not exactly within the terms and conditions. And that's what happened yesterday, right? When they asked, so Iraq like, came to the conclusion they want the US to leave. So yeah, Iraq, yeah. the Iraqi parliament yesterday voted for the expulsion of US troops. Yeah. And the US is now saying, if you expel our troops, we'll sanction you. Mm. Is Which it US is sanction? You know? US sanction. Yeah. yeah if, if the, uh, I, I genuinely, if the US sanction us, I don't believe anyone else will. Right. Because so then why, is it, why is it a big deal? I mean, the so US buying a lot from Iraq. US sanctions on Iraq... So the US is a major buyer of Iraqi oil. Right. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> after the two thousand three invasion. Right. Um, and also, Iraq's military is supplied, trained, and equipped by the Americans. I'm fairly sure. So okay. I think most standard equipment in the Iraqi army and the air force. Oh, I see. Are from uh, American. Yeah. As well as the pilot training program, I'm pretty sure is American. Oh, wow. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I don't believe that even if the US does enforce sanctions, I don't believe anyone else will join them in doing it because yeah. it's completely unjustified. Okay. That, that, like what they're doing is tantamount to occupation. Yeah, I see. Either you accept our troops or we sanction you. Mm. So that's just ridiculous. Yeah, and yeah. I feel very strongly about that. But yeah. I'm not going to swear because I've been nah, told nah, to. Nah. <laughs> good, good. Keep it your PG for yeah, the kids. Exactly. The kids. Yeah, all the all the kids who, who've come here to discuss this topic. international geopolitics. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, right. Okay. So hang on. I just asked you about like retaliation. So, what do you think yeah. it means for um, Iran? Uh, so, yeah, like I said, Iran very calculated in yeah. their diplomacy. I don't think they'll do anything to antagonize the rest of the world. Whatever they do will be very US centered, specific. Yeah. Um, saying that, Israel is a very tasty target for Iran. Yeah, yeah. Because they've been going on for ages about. I mean, they're one and the same, really, when you think about it. Yeah. It's US, just a bit further away. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that that is the view of many, yeah, yeah yeah like that is the view that many people hold uh, <laughs> like Israel is just like the fifty first state yeah so yeah actually that's a really I haven't heard that before yeah yeah um, mm. so so Israel makes a very appetizing target for Iran mm. uh, especially considering they're within missile range as well mm. um, also within proxy range because they can just use Hezbollah yeah, to, yeah exactly to play Iran to play around a little bit fund Hezbollah like completely right. Uh, Complete, very largely. Yeah. Well, um, where else do you know? Any other ideas? Uh, not entirely sure. I think just my understanding was I thought it was just around. I think just kind of like businessmen and like yeah. people who have <laughs> basic people who are sympathetic to them. Yeah, just geezers who are sympathetic to them. Um. So yeah, um, Iran won't do anything to antagonize the rest of the world apart from Israel, which mm. they don't consider a legitimate state. All right. Um. So yeah, very US Israel centered retaliation. Yeah. Uh, it's not gonna be I don't think it's gonna be some sort of like outright shock factor type thing. Okay. I think it's very gonna be a very kind of gradual Long thing. Long process, yeah. yeah. Long term thing. Uh, very kind of attritional almost. 
What does attritional mean, mate? Just kind of wear them down over time. Ah, attritional, mate. Yeah. For those of you out there, attritional. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, mate. Spelling bee. Um, oh, no. <coughs> Continue. <laughs> I was a basic guy. I mean, simple uh, words. Simple words. Yeah. This guy reads a lot. Yeah, uh, another thing, like I was saying, was the whole kind of just harass shipping. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you if you harass 20% of the world's oil, yeah. that's a massive kind of... Again. You're a massive thorn in the side of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna say something Probably else. Annoyance. But yeah. yeah. It's gonna say something else. We'll keep it PG. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Um But again, I don't think they will do that because they risk antagonizing the rest of the world. Mm. Um it's hard to say really what retaliation will be. I do see it being in the form of proxies. Yeah. I don't see it being But you see, I mean is that not just like little like little stuff, proxies. I mean it's not really doing much, do you think? Mm. You say that. Mm. Uh Hezbollah's a bit, like Hezbollah has been described as like a state within a state. Oh right. They're, I mean, like, when I think of proxies, I don't know why I don't think of like Hezbollah. I think of like, I think of just like suicide bombers. I think of like, yeah, just like individuals or like small groups acting. Yeah, rather than like a big organization. Hezbollah is just it's different. I don't know. I don't. I don't class it. Iranian proxies are very very well organized, and that's yeah. why this kind of this general Soleimani has spent twenty eight years sorting them out and like yeah. building them into these massive kind like. Again, like these states within states, yeah, almost, um, which is why his death is such a massive blow. As like well, Iranian proxies are pr- pretty beefy. Mm. As well as based in um, Lebanon. Lebanon, right? They, they have, have, like, they have offices in Iraq, like, in Iraq. So the people who were accused of rocket striking the US yeah. bases were Qatar and Hezbollah in Iraq, which oh, is like okay. Hezbollah brigades in Iraq. So hang on a minute, right? Hezbollah, yeah, which is a proxy of Iran, yeah, is an example of a proxy of Iran. Yeah, have their own bases in other countries. As yeah. other proxy, like almost proxy. That's mad organization. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I see. Because uh, he- he- like Hezbollah is actually like a political party. Yeah, yeah. So they have like <laughs> branches. <laughs> like Hezbollah yeah, is a political, political party. <laughs> it's a political party yeah, yeah. with an armed branch. With an armed branch, right. Basically. It's maybe a disagree. And the, with, yeah. like, the UK agrees on this. Yeah. They make distinctions, okay? Yeah, I know. The, yeah. the UK defines the political branch of Hezbollah. Mm. As it's just an organization, yeah, yeah, it's just normal. The armed force, mate, they're the bad dogs. The armed forces classified as terrorists under, U- under the UK kind of view of things, okay. Um, not everyone agrees on that, yeah. Many people would argue that they're only on that list because they're kind of anti Israel, anti Israel, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, I can't see why they're on that list, <laughs> but yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I can, I can see why they're on that list, but yeah, Fair. um. Where was I? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. So we're chatting about... Retaliation in the form of proxies. You think... Yeah, so I was going to say, like, it wasn't like, yeah, I didn't think it would be like such a big deal. Yeah. What do you think it is? I mean, Hezbollah, you already clarified that, really, when you think yeah. about Hezbollah as a proxy. Yeah, I think, I think um, Iran's proxies have the potential to do a lot of damage. So, um, overall, right, let me just grasp what you said. Yeah. So Iran, yeah, they anti-America. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. They get funds from China and Russia because they sell oils. Yeah. The oils? They sell oil oils. to oils. Just oil scented oils, mate. You know, hydrocarbons. Iran just going around Hydro- selling scented candles to people. And hydrocarbons. And hydrocarbons. Petrol. That's actually <laughs> exactly. what they do sell, yeah. I was going to say something <laughs> ridiculous. You know, functional. Wait, functional, what's it called? Fractional distillation. Fractional distillation. You know, when you get the, the, yeah, exactly. the, the viscous ones get at the bitumen bottom. at the bottom. Bitumen. That was all I was saying. Yeah. Oh, bitumen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Anyway, so they sell bitumen, yeah. <laughs> and they're getting money for that, and then they're building, uh, they're, sorry, they're funding proxies, yes. but also building weapons, I'm guessing. 
Uh, so Iran does have an indigenous indigenous arms. Oh, they might be getting it from like Russia. Uh, Russia supplies a vast amount of the arms that yeah. Iran has, and then they can dish out the proxies. Yeah. Okay. Now America, just quick summary here. So America, Iran beef comes from multiple things such as oil, but also um, also what? So like history hasn't been brilliant between the two nations. Right. Um, so in the 50s oh we went through this that was quite long yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, essentially do you want me to give a rounded version quick basically in the 50s Iranian Prime Minister who was quite socialist leaning yeah. uh, was voted in by the Iranian people um, this was under constitutional monarchy okay um, so the US was like nah we don't like you because you're yeah. socialist and you want to nationalise the oil yeah so we're not going to get the profits from it yeah uh, and the CIA planned an operation called Operation Ajax mm. the same as the football club Okay. Um, to, and that kind of toppled this prime minister. I don't know if he died. He might right. have, probably did. Right. Um, but I don't know. Look that out for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Okay. Um, might be still warm in the streets. Exactly. Yeah. Go on. Uh, he got toppled. Made Iran m- kind of shifted the pow- the par- pow- pow- power balance. Yeah. Balance of power okay. more into the Shah's hand. Shifted it closer to an absolute monarchy. Yeah. Uh, the Shah was very close friends with the US person, like, and personally with like US presidents as yeah. well. Um, he wanted to modernize Iran, um, started a kind of cultural revolution type thing in the 70s, 60s, 70s. Mm. Um, Iranian people weren't massively happy with that. Yeah. Um, they, they kind of fell into two camps. There were people who were happy and there were people who weren't. It was mostly poorer people who weren't happy because they were like, why is this guy spending all his money on fancy new buildings when where? still starving yeah, in famines yeah. and stuff yeah yeah um, wasn't massively popular also Iran has quite a conservative society so many people so part of his like westernization reforms were secularization yeah I see and many poor people were like nah mm. so right, <laughs> there right. see it's sure it's rounded off <laughs> right okay um, so that ended up being like the people were like yo we don't like the west and people he got were like toppled. yeah we don't like the west because they support this Shah figure yeah. uh, who's oppressing us he had secret police called the Savak who were absolutely brutal right um, they weren't very nice so he was essentially that's actually quite interesting I just want to quickly so this guy Shah yeah was trying to just to be clear Western, Shah is like oh, Farsi for king okay, so, so the Shah yeah was um, was uh, trying to westernise the country yeah the people the majority of the people at least disagreed with this he yeah. got toppled yeah and then essentially they the people's um, ruling was enforced and it became yeah. a completely anti-West country. Uh, effectively, yeah. Yeah. That's a really quick um, summarised version, I guess. Yeah. So so that's that's America the history of that. became a big kind of symbol of oppression. Yeah. Oh, uh, and see, they okay. continue to be because they've had sanctions on Iran for 40 yeah, years. Yeah. Because so, of this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because that makes sense. this kind of illegit- like this right. illegitimate yeah, government over. So it wasn't like a war or it wasn't anything like that. Like the scene yeah. in Iraq, it was more like just a... Um, to, to be fair, they... They gave Iraq, they gave Saddam quite a lot of help in the Iran Iraq War as well, oh, which see, didn't exactly okay. ingratiate. But that's because of the thing that happened four years ago. Yeah, right, makes sense. Anyway, okay, cool. So yeah, so sorry, I was saying. Um, so yeah. then Very you got quick, rounded off. Yeah, so like then you got Iran against America, America against Iran for oil and for that reason there. Yeah. Then now you got Iraq just gets slapped. Iraq just in the middle. Just right? gets slapped. They're just mate. chilling. And the issue is now that our thing's interesting to see what happened is that you've got Iraq who are like just chilling. Yeah, but they've been their lands being like, like what's the word? Disrespected, yeah, exactly. by America because they drone strike this don exactly next to their airport, mate. Would you dare? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so now we'll see who Iraq because now right, this is something I told you about before as well. Yeah. A lot of this was before, right? <laughs> but I mean, it's gonna be interesting, like, to see how Iraq. 
because Iran want obviously an ally with Iraq. They yeah. want at least like because they're neighbors, yeah. but also it'll be quite significant for Iraq to join forces with them. Yeah, um, the at least is, to be on the same side against America. The difficulty with Iraq is uh, kind of the demographic isn't all in support of an alliance with Iran. Uh. Um, so you have quite a few Sunni Muslims in yeah, yeah. Iraq. Um, and they aren't massive fans of the Iranian regime yeah. because they see them as having uh, supported this kind of massive, massively like I'm not gonna lie, it's a massively corrupt government. Right. Uh, they've embezzled God knows how many like trillions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. And to be honest, I'm not massively fond of Iranian influence in our politics either. Right. Um, but yeah, so not everyone's massively fond of an alliance with Iran. So interesting. Um, I guess this might sway. I mean, given that Iraq at least want US out, I guess yeah. that's a step into Iraq's independence kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what relations are on happen. So, yeah. okay, final question then. What do you think is going to happen next? I have no clue. Oh, that's a sick answer, mate. It's <laughs> You've been going on for months. <laughs> right. uh, it's, it's just one of those things that are just... <sighs> thing is, like, it's been made out to be a massive deal. At the end of the day, it's just another day in the Middle East. <laughs> like, like, genuinely... Hi. It's it's just it's just like a never ending spiral. Um, I do I, I that's classic. It, it is. is. It literally is. Yeah, it genuinely is just another day in the release, isn't it? Just, right. just drone strike. Every day. What's new? Going, yeah. <laughs> What's new? All right. Anyway. Okay. So um, I do I do really hope to like one of the things I want to see in my lifetime is a stable Iraq. Yeah. That's like. That's like I have no control over it, mm. but it's just it's just one of those things I want to see. It's yeah. that and Iraq in a World Cup. I have more, <laughs> I have more control over the second one. You want to join the football team, mate? <laughs> <or smash it. laughs> All right, but um, yeah, the, like the, I think the one thing I want to see from this life yeah. is a stable Iraq. From this life, well, that's quite deep, mate. Exactly. You've made this deep. I'm really sorry. All those that have been emotionally affected by this program, <laughs> you know. Please right, right into us. Talk to your GP. Not us, mate. We're, we have no qualifications. Nah, to talk we're, to we're basically qualified now. You're right, mate. We're doctors. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks very all much. Right. Peace out.